Star Wars 7x7 episode 2785. At the end of season one of the Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett muses that they, him and Fennec Shand, are not quote-unquote suited for this. And Fennec Shand's response is, well, if not us, who? Well, we're going to use that as our jumping off point to talk about what a season two would look like if it actually happens and what they are in for as a result. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So just to give you the refresher, at the end of the Book of Boba Fett Season 1, Boba Fett and Fennec Shand are walking down the streets of Mos Espa and various people are bowing to them and offering them melaroons and stuff like that. And Boba Fett is talking about how, you know, they're either bowing to him or shooting at him. And those are the only options, according to Fennec, when you're running the town, it's going to be one of those two to which she says yeah we're not suited for this and she says well if not us who and then they meet up with chrysanthemum and the mods and they have a laugh over the melaroon situation and that's how things are left with us except of course for the stinger at the end where we see that Cobb Vanth is the one who is taking up the Bacta tank right now. That's why Boba Fett can't get in there. And the mod expert is getting ready to work on Cobb Vanth, so clearly Cobb has a future. And that right there is actually one potential source of conflict and drama were there to be a season two of the Book of Boba Fett. Yes, Cobb Vanth is not the Marshal of Mos Espa, that's true, but... You, when you consider, on the one hand, that Cobb Vanth is being rescued from death by Boba Fett, but Boba Fett is engaged in criminal activity, I don't think that Cobb Vanth is going to turn a blind eye to what Boba Fett is doing if Cobb Vanth has to be involved in shutting it down somehow. And so, yeah, even though he owes his life to Boba Fett, it's not going to stop him from enforcing the law and dealing with people working in the criminal underworld, like Boba Fett, like Fennec Shand. Because it's not as if Boba Fett and Fennec Shand are going straight, as it were. I mean, they are still in charge of Mos Espa, and what they're still doing there is essentially a protection racket, right? There's no reason for them to have anything to do with Mos Espa. They have just essentially grafted themselves onto the town and are asking for protection money for, you know, what, basically, right? And especially now, considering that the Trandoshans and the Aqualish and the Clatoonians, they've all been wiped out. They sided with the Pikes and they got their hats handed to them. So the sections of Mos Espa that had been initially divided up between those three factions, like, they're gone. And so now that's all under Boba Fett's auspices if he continues to try to derive protection money from all of these sectors. And that may be why Boba Fett is saying, yeah, <laughs> this isn't suiting me or this won't suit us because now his job is much bigger by comparison. I think he was perfectly happy to just focus on his little piece of the pie, what Bib Fortuna had been running, and let the Clutunians and the Trandoshans just give him a little bit and the Aqualish just give him a little bit and he was fine. But yeah, now he's in a different situation entirely and I guess he hasn't necessarily thought it out that far in advance. 
And then, of course, there's the ramifications of the events of the Book of Boba Fett. Will the Pikes double down and come back to Tatooine with even more force to try to regain control? Again, as we discussed in the podcast previously, it's part of a spice triangle for them. So it's definitely a very important point in their whole logistic situation. And yes, I know the Pikes' influence wanes over the course of time as we move from original trilogy time to sequel trilogy time. So maybe this is part of that downfall, that sort of recession for them. But there is every reason for them to try and come back with a little more effort and regain control of the situation. Then, of course, there's the Huts, represented by the twins in the episode. And we know that them retiring back to the debauchery on Nalhada is, you know, just a ruse, as it were. Like, they are not just completely removing themselves and weren't going to show up again, right? They're keeping an eye on the situation because they are going to still want a piece of the action. So it's a question of whether what happened with the conflict between Boba and the Pikes, is that enough for them to decide, oh, it's time for us to come back? Or would they wait to see what the Pikes do next and really see how things shake out? And then, of course, there's all the other criminal factions that we talked about in the months leading up to the Book of Boba Fett. Particularly, we can think of the Red Key Raiders, which are definitely operating on Tatooine in the time after the original trilogy. There's also Kanja Club, right? They had been slaves to the Huts and were probably breaking out of their slavery by this time and starting to gain momentum and steam as a criminal organization. And every once in a while, I look at the mods and I wonder to myself, whether that could be a nascent Guavian death gang. Those are the folks that also showed up in The Force Awakens along with Kanja Club and were red jumpsuited and had to join and commit to cybernetic enhancement as part of becoming part of the Guavian Death Gang, but there's a thing about how they had been chased out of the core worlds because they were just, you know, too crazy to deal with, basically, and other criminal organizations didn't want them around, so they ended up taking over a part of space that became Guavian Death Space, <laughs> very creatively named, and that actually showed up in Star Wars Resistance, too, with the Colossus escaping and having to travel through Guavian death space to get away from the First Order. But that's probably <laughs> putting too much on the whole mod situation. It's probably a lot simpler than that. It's just people cybernetically enhancing themselves for fun and enjoyment and, you know, other nefarious activities perhaps. But there you go. That right there, I think, gives you an idea of what could possibly happen and what the stakes are for a second season of The Book of Boba Fett if it actually happens and if they actually take the title and treat it the way that they seem to have intended it, which is the idea of a book being you know, people who are being inducted into a mafia-like family. And if they get to a point where Boba Fett is going to start inducting people into this family, I guess Kersant and the mods right now are kind of part of that. But yeah, maybe they can get into that a little bit more. And that right there is going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.